the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, you guys, welcome. It's still summer, almost fall, though. (laughs) I am a summer girl, but I know tons of people love fall. I think it's the most favorite season. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage mothers. We focus on your amazing value as a mom in this world because a lot of folks overlook that especially in the media. Okay, so here it is. My question to start the show. Do you need a change in your life? We can all be honest. We're all moms here. Well, there are a few other people as well, dads and kids, etc. Maybe you find yourself really wanting to commit to some personal improvements in your life. Well, isn't this amazing? We just happen to have some help especially made for you today on the show. We've got inspiring self-improvement tips for both mother and child. Our counselor for moms, Jamie Kirkbride, is going to help us put those improvements into place and make them stick when we return with the rest of Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom today. I really hope you have tuned in for a reason, even if you've accidentally come across this program. I, my hope always is that, you know, we, we speak into somebody's life in a way that they think, I was supposed to listen to this day, to, today. This was made for me. Uh, I want you to feel like you're seen um, and and blessed by that and that. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Hey, uh, a market shout out to our moms across the country. Uh, We're so grateful for you for listening. Our podcast listeners, remember you can find us on podcast uh, wherever you find your favorite podcast, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google, etc. Also to our radio friends from across the country, uh, our brand new uh, affiliate in Salem, Oregon, also Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, also in Idaho and in Texas. So grateful for you guys uh, for listening, and I hope this show is a blessing to you. And Denver, forgot about <laughs> Been in Denver forever, so I'm really glad, glad for and happy for our Denver listeners. All right. 
Um, I, I want to announce something today. First of all, you know, I always talk about my book. I'd love for you to go get it and be helped and blessed by the secrets, the mothering secrets shared in there. You can go find my book at momyouramazing.com. Mom, you're amazing, which you are. Momyouramazing.com. And then finally, before we get to our guest, we have a prison outreach. My heart is to go into pris- prisons and remind moms who are incarcerated that they still have a job to do, that they shouldn't give up on their mothering. And that happens because it's such a population of shame. There's so much shame there uh, that, that they don't necessarily engage their children anymore. And then their children, guess what they do? They end up in prison themselves. So we have a prison outreach where we go in and teach a nine-week class to moms in prison to offer them inner healing, um, you know, invite them to come back to a relationship with God, and also help them re-engage their children. This is something that works. Those kiddos, if they feel loved again by their mother and guided again and parented again by their mom, less likely to go to prison themselves. So if you would like a prison program to come to your city, our prison outreach, specifically our nine-week curriculum, please uh, email us at info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org, so we can come to a facility near you in your state. We're just uh, starting up again our prison outreach in Denver at the Denver Women's Correctional Facility, and I'm super happy about that. Okay. So our counselor for moms uh, decided to look at some of the topics that are being honored this month in September. Well, my children are because it's their birthdays. Both of them are September babies. But it happens to be self-improvement month. Well, self-improvement with God's help. So we decided to honor self-improvement month because we thought moms in our audience might be in the mood for a little self-help, self-improvement you know, challenge and maybe one for their kids too. So just as a reminder, Jamie Kirkbride is Channel Mom's own counselor for moms. She's also an author, speaker, professional counselor, parenting coach, and personality trainer. And she's also the mother of seven. So she's an expert at this parenting stuff. She's been mothering for, what, 21 years plus now, right, Jamie? And yes. and you're going to have children in the home for seven for 17 more many like. many more <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing enjoy it because I'm that's right. a sort of empty nester and, and that's that's hard in some ways alright so I've searched far and wide for our show setup soundbite Jamie and this yep. time I decided to go a little out of the box because I think people are so divided right now in our nation that those of us who love Jesus have to figure out a way of loving and listening to people that we disagree with. So I'm not endorsing the person that is speaking in this soundbite. He's a Canadian media personality, clinical psychologist, and influencer. His name is Jordan Peterson. I don't agree with everything he says, but he did talk to Joe Rogan, another controversial character, recently about the very thing that we're discussing today, self-improvement. And he points out that it might just start with humility. It's like, well, I don't know how to start improving my life. Someone might say that. And I would say, well, you're not aiming low enough. There's something you could do that you are regarding as trivial that, that, that you could do, that you would do, that would result in an actual improvement. But it's not a big enough improvement for you. So you won't lower yourself enough to take the opportunity. What do you think of that, Jamie? Do you think people feel like it has to be a giant goal or it's not self-improvement? I think it's easy to get caught up into that. I think we think 10 steps ahead of where we be and we lose sight of what our next best step is. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, then, and then we never reach those goals, right? right. I mean, I, right. I, looked, I looked at a statistic today that more than, uh, let's see, more than four in five U.S. adults want to improve their personal well-being 
or their appearance, which is a little more superficial. But, you know, more than four and five want to do the self-improvement thing. But another stat that I read says that 96% of people fail when they try to better themselves. And I think that's because maybe the goals are too big. Right. Yes or well, no? I think that, yeah, I think the goals can be too big. I think we lose sight of the next step. I also think we're faced with a host of distractions from oh. keeping it, from achieving that next big goal or small goal or self-improvement, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Well, do you think that a lot of moms, sort of like that, that uh, survey suggested, that a lot of moms crave self-improvement either for themselves or their growing children and, and maybe um, that we're hitting on something that, that folks would really like to have a plan for how to, to do self-improvement this fall? Absolutely. I would, I would think that you could easily find nine of ten moms that would want to change something improve in something, whether it's parenting, their personal life, help their child improve in some area, I think it would be safe to say 9 of 10. I really think that that's a driving force, that we want to be able to do things better. We want to be more effective. We want to, you know, overcome some of those hurdles. So I think, I, safely, I think 9 out of 10 would, would buy into self-improvement. Yeah. Now, you heard it cheer us on. And I know that you're a very ambitious mom. You have seven children, and you're always coming up with fabulous plans and, and ways to help your children uh, improve themselves. But, but also you and your, and your – well, I don't know if you have an improvement plan for your husband. A lot of wives do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I let, leave him to his own. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but I know that you've got some encouragement today for moms about how to, to kind of walk into that desire to, to improve yourself but, but feeling overwhelmed and not really having a plan. So why don't, why don't you yeah. give – your advice today? Well, you know, I usually come with some clever acronym, but I really feel like this time God gave me something very different. And it's actually something I learned about many years ago that has stuck with me. And every time I see this object, I remember this lesson. And I just am excited to share it with your listeners today, hoping that it can encourage them like it has me. So I want them to think of just one simple object when it comes to self-improvement, and it's the sunflower. Okay. Might not seem like a great match, right? <laughs> Seems a little out of the box. But I learned something about the sunflower that I thought was fascinating. So, so we want to have that picture of the sunflower in our mind as we start this self-improvement process. That's right. Okay. And, I, and it's going to become this focus. And if you stick with me clear through the end, it all comes together. But the sunflower is what they call heliotropic. And that means that it orients to the sun. And the flower moves to face the sun throughout the day. So as the sun moves, so does the flower. Yeah, that's so cool. And at the end of the day, of course, when the sun sets, the flower is faced where the sun went down. But around 3 to 6 o'clock in the morning, that sunflower positions itself anticipating the sun and ready to follow and orient to the sun the next day. Oh, it just like gives and me it, the chills. I love that. Yeah, I know. It gives me goosebumps, Jenny, because this picture is just so clear. We live by fields of sunflowers, and I've seen this happen, and it, it's so exciting. Now, every time I look at a sunflower, I think of this lesson, but that this flower orients because orienting to the sun allows it to grow stronger, and it allows it to grow more beautiful for its purpose, which is, you know, for flowers, pollination, or bringing about new life. Yeah. And I think it's fascinating to think of this, too. It's not the flower that's doing the work. It's the stem. Oh. And I think that that 
that that's important because it's not just face value. It's like the heart, the heart of that flower, the stem. It's what holds it up. It's what gives it its structure, its main character. And I just think that's so interesting when we relate what the sunflower does with the sun and how we might reflect that in our lives with God. Yeah. The sun, S-O-N. And I think when we orient ourselves to God, we can know who we are, how he created us, how he wired us, what we need. You know, maybe it's our personality, our strengths, our struggles, our emotional needs. It might be the passions that we have in our heart. And some of that might be because of things we've walked through in life. And most of all, that purpose for which God created us. I'm going to interject just really quickly. You know, we definitely are on Christian radio. and Everybody knows that I love God and I follow Jesus. But, well, maybe not everybody. But um, I I, want to address that mama who may think, okay, and maybe she already has, but but who may think, oh, I need to switch the channel because I'm not quite there. I, I, you know, maybe I want to have faith in God. Um, maybe I've had faith in God, but lost it. Um, maybe I just, you know, don't know if there is a God. How do you get that mama to say, uh, I can do the self-improvement with Jamie's plan, but, but kind of on a path toward what you've just said? How, what would you say to her? I think it's orienting yourself to the truth. What do you know to be true? Why were you created? You're not here without reason, without cause. So orienting yourself to truth. You know, we can be buying into, you know, people's impressions of us or our fears or our worries or people pleasing, whatever it might be. But when we bring ourselves back to what we know to be true, you know, it relates to why are we here to begin with? Who am I? And I think that's an important truth we can all be grounded in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, all right. And, and so go back to your sunflower imagery, and and and, and so what we orient ourselves to the sun like the sunflower, and you use sun S O N. We orient right. ourselves to what God says about us biblically, what what right. God whispers to us. For those of us who listen to the to Holy Spirit, we orient ourselves to to what Jesus the Son came to do. So 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 take a mom down that path. How do we at the beginning of the day, and as we try to improve our lives as we say okay I just want to get better in this area I just want this to be better in in my household or whatever explain how that plays out as we orient ourselves to the sun you bet I think first of all like I said we know who we are we know those strengths those struggles those ways that God has has kind of fashioned us but we also know whose we are we know we're a child of God we're equipped by God we're being perfected by God and we're called for purpose so I think at that start of the day we realize that on, in our own power, we aren't enough. So, number one, we need God. Yeah. And when we orient to him, he will equip us for whatever he calls us for in that day. He has is, he is promised, Jenny, to give us exactly what we need. All we have to do is call on him. And he's never going to leave us alone, and he's going to fulfill his promises to us. And, you know, one of those promises is that he began a good work in us, and he will perfect it to completion. Yeah. I was and just So I think when yeah. we approach each day knowing that we are going to make mistakes, we are going to fall short, but God is there and he's going to help us. He's going to pick us up, he's going to give us strength, he's going to give us answers when we call on him, he's going to direct us and guide us. He may even be we it may be comfort we're needing from him. 
But I think whatever it is, we can find that in God. And so when we orient off of ourselves, off of others, off of our worries or fears, and look to God and the purpose for which we were created, then that fuels us to take that next best step. And I think that's where we don't have to be overwhelmed with the end result. But today, what is my next best step? What is just the next tiny step I can take in self-improvement? Maybe it's something that refreshes your soul. Maybe it's something that helps somebody else. Maybe it's something that you help your child learn to see differently. Maybe it's helping your child orient to God. Yeah. And, and I love that you are saying, you know, go back to that identity. I do it every morning because I can wake up afraid or discouraged or angry or, or, Oh, fretting about my children or whatever it is. And, and then I, when I go back to what God says to me, what, what he promises me. And, and, you know, I was listening to a sermon on the way down the hill because I live up in the mountains for people who don't understand that. I, um, <laughs> I, and the sermon was all about how there are these promises in the Bible that take years to come true. And, and people don't look, we, we cannot look at what we see immediately we have to, um, you were saying what we know, we have what the truth that we know instead of look, uh, instead of considering, I'm struggling with this, instead of considering what we see, we have to look at what we know. And, and sometimes we just have to sit with that. He was talking about a woman that it took her 20 some years to have a baby, but she, she knew that she felt that God had promised her a baby and it took her till she was 53 years old. But my yeah. goodness, she had two babies. She had twins. Um, and yeah. so we, have, we can't look at what we see and let that interrupt our identity and interrupt our hope and interrupt what we know for our children and interrupt what we know of God. We have to look at what we know and not what we see. That's right. right. And pay attention to what it is we orient to. You know, I, don't, I wish I could remember the specifics on this, but they talk about how when they wandered through the desert for 40 years, how long that that trip actually should have taken. Yeah, 11 days or something, yeah. Yeah, like it was days, and yet, you know, they were distracted. They got caught up in things they weren't supposed to be doing. They were serving gods they weren't supposed to be serving. They were, you know, engaging in things that took them far off course instead of orienting and taking 11 days to yeah. get to their goal. Yeah. You know, and I think we do that in so many ways. And so that I, I want that to be encouragement. Look at the sunflower <laughs> and orient yeah. to the sun. Yeah, yeah. So anything on that before we move to our last topic? I think we covered that well. Yeah. I just want to encourage people, you know, orient to God, orient to truth, orient to the purpose for which you were created. Yeah, and that's a motivator. That's a great way to say it, Jamie, because whether it's that you want to lose some weight or it's that you want to teach your child that he can improve or she can improve in an area, whether it's that you want to work on your marriage and improving that, or you want to work on being on time, which is one of my issues, um, <laughs> whether, whatever it is, you, you have to get serious again about who you are in God and what he's made you for. And when, when you reorient to that, like I have a really important purpose, God has made right. me to be a, an image of him. Then you're like, Oh, that, that makes it more of a motivation to really be on time and show up and represent God well. So, so I love that. All right. We, we did land on self-improvement month, but it also happens to be suicide prevention, prevention month. So I yes. just could not overlook that topic because no, we it's could. It's one that's close to my heart too, Jenny. And I think that it's so important that we realize how this is affecting our children too. Yeah. That this is not just a teen and an adult thing, that this is really something that we need to zero in on and figure out how can we help people that are struggling with this from the youngest of like age five even. 
Yeah, the pandemic made, kind of made that more visible and, and, and more kids were considering suicide. So you and I decided that we would land on this so that maybe we could save a life today. Um, and I know you have some tips um, because it's Suicide Prevention Month for a, an adult who's concerned about their child or their young adult, how to move forward in preventing suicide. You bet. You know, I think a lot of times we don't know what to do. I want to give you three simple things. And it is an acronym, ACT, A-C-T. A, ask the tough questions. C, care, help in those practical ways and follow up with them. And T, take them, go with them to find help and resources. Likely, by the time somebody is at the stage that they're talking about their struggle, they will not be able to initiate taking that action by themselves, or they may be worried or anxious or scared about how it will unfold. So take them. Ask tough questions, care in practical ways, and take them to get help and resources. And Jenny, throughout this whole month, I'm going to have some stats, some helps, you know, some guides that people can use in my Facebook uh, group parenting with personality as well as on Instagram. Yeah. And, and you're very protective of your family privacy, but can you just sort of at least vaguely explain why this concerns you? Absolutely. Jenny, when we were, when we were, have been dealing with our child's issues at the early age of seven, he started having suicidal ideation. And I can tell you, Jenny, nothing levels you more than to hear your child beg to not be alive. Uh-huh. And it, it gives me chills to think of how God has really brought us through some dark, dark times in our life and in his life. And I can tell you today we are sitting to where he is now having no thoughts of harming himself or even wanting to be dead. And it was many years of struggling hard. And I know what it's like to be the parent dealing with that. You know, I've struggled through postpartum depression and yeah. had dark thoughts. You know, I know what this journey can entail. And I just want to say, if you are struggling with this, you are not alone. And there are people here. Please message me. Um, connect with me. I understand. I get it. And I am here for you. Yeah, I, I thank you for saying that. And I, I have a little tip. I, as the mother of teenage, a teenager and a 20-year-old, actually, my daughter's about not to be a teenager. Happy birthday, Georgia. She is, uh, her birthday's on the 17th, so some people will be listening to us on the 17th and some the day after. But as a mom of, of having had teenagers, don't be afraid of those late night talks. If you have to stay up till midnight to, to converse with your child, do it. Because I found that my kids were more open at that time. And, and you know what? I think boys prefer kind of shoulder to shoulder talking, to borrow from Dr. Emerson Egerich. They may just want you to sit next to them and look forward <laughs> as you're talking. Um, and girls, <laughs> girls sort of appreciate that face to face, eye to eye contact. So, so don't, you know, don't put it off if you're sleepy. Just go talk to your child, even if it's midnight, um, and ask those questions like Jamie says. Thank you so much for that. So how do they find a freebie from you on those tips? And how do they find you, Jamie? You bet. My Facebook group, Parenting with Personality. And you can find me also at parentingwithpersonality.com or on Instagram. And then how do they, I know you've got a giveaway. What, what is, how do they find that? The graphics and the guides will be at the group, the Parenting with Personality group. The Parenting with Personality group, is that on Facebook? Facebook, yep. Someone wasn't listening very well, Jennifer. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Jamie, thank you for being our counselor for moms, uh, and thanks for being a blessing today. You bet. Thank you, Jenny. All right, take care, dear. 
All right, so this is the time of the show where I'm going to do a little business today. I do want to remind you that we do have ways that we help moms. If you go to channelmom.org, we want to bless moms through the airwaves. We're definitely somebody, uh, are, you know, as an entity, we want to remind moms of how important they are, even when the world sometimes makes them feel like they're not important in their role as moms. But, but you're raising up that next generation. The way you mother affects the future of our world. Abraham Lincoln and, and George Washington and Martin Luther King Jr. all mentioned the impact that their mother had on them and why they became the leaders they did. So, so I just want to remind you that we're here to help you and encourage you both in the airwaves and on the ground. Go check out the things that we do for moms at channelmom.org. We try to help single moms when we can and moms who are struggling and also moms in prison. And if you're interested in having a prison program from Channel Mom come to your state, we teach our Forever Moms curriculum and it really is life-changing for these mothers. There's a waiting list for our program in Denver. So just email us at info at channelmom.org if you think your church would like to help us start one in your state. We'd be honored to have you. Um, and again, I do want to wish my precious girl happy birthday and my mom and dad happy anniversary. Uh, and just remind you that you are incredibly important. You know, every time at the end of the show, I like to say this is the time where I take to thank every mom who maybe feels overlooked and overworked and unheard and unseen. I want to thank you. God sees. He's given you that assignment. He gave Mary that assignment. It was highlighted in the Bible. That's how important a mother is. So I just want to remind you that you're immensely important. Thank you for all the work you do, all the sacrifices you make. God bless you. Have a last, what, is it the last weekend of summer? It is. It doesn't really feel like summer, but enjoy it. (laughs) And uh, I hope you can look forward to some self-improvement in the fall. Well, improvement from God. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.